What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode 47 of Two Dudes of Sports News. As always, my name is Garrett, and I'm here with my co-host. What it do, what it do, this is Jalen Prince. So we're not coming to you live. We are coming to you straight after the Nuggets have swept the Lakers, and the Nuggets have also not only gone up. What, what is this? Is this the first time going to the playoff or going to the finals? Yep, first time ever. Uh, first time ever. Not only is it the first time the Nuggets are going to the finals, it's also the first time that LeBron has been swept in his entire career. He has never been swept. And that in is the playoffs. It, he's, yeah, in the playoffs. And that is the one thing that I kept he got seeing. twice in the finals. Exactly. But that is the one thing I kept seeing uh, him get, or people talk about him with, where, oh, well, you know, Jordan got swept before the finals. It goes, okay, well, now LeBron has two. Like, who cares? It, it's it, – I, I don't want to get too into it. Here's my thing. I don't know if you saw what Heavy pointed at or tweeted about the DM he got a little while ago. Shout out, uh, Young Heavy, fan of the show, hopefully fan of the show. <laughs> we definitely need to have him on, especially because it looks like my Celtics are also about to get swept tomorrow. Uh, this will go live after that happens. So be kind with our comments. Uh, or at least, or not. I don't really care. No, but I mean, let us have it. I'll buy hate by the barrel, but also remember that this, these are pre recorded. We both got stuff yeah, but going it, on. Yeah, but if you buy the hate, it's got to be sold at a reasonable price. Exactly. Be reasonable. Like, if I'm out here saying, oh, like, you know, if I'm out here like Dave Portnoy going, oh, Celtics in seven. Look, I it, it's possible, but I'm probably not watching no. tomorrow. <laughs> I'm probably not watching tomorrow unless then I get I'll a bleach report you. alert that says, hey, you know, down by four points going into the fourth quarter. I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe I'll watch them. Anyways, we're, we're getting way off track. It's been nuts, no, man. track. We're a little on track. We're getting a little bit of down to tangent. Before we get into the Nuggets, I want to talk about one thing. Shout or one thing too. We got to say, rest in peace, Jim Brown. Yep, rest in yep. peace, Jim uh, Brown. One of the greatest running backs to ever do it. We're getting to this a little late. Again, we don't record these whenever the events happen. But rest in peace, Jim Brown. Um, absolutely one of the best running backs in the world. I didn't like how people were bringing up his personal life during the obituary. That, that were you seeing that? Like, oh, he's not a good person. It's like, look, we all know, but also, like, now's not the time. Talk about it after. You know, y'all do fluff pieces on all kinds of players who have troubled public lives and personal lives and everything during the time when they're alive. And now that they're no longer with us, we're taking shots at them. Like, I don't I don't know. That, that just didn't sit right with me. I'm not saying don't talk about it. I'm just saying maybe not right now. So rest in peace, Jim Brown. Uh Let's get right into something else, too. Uh, shout out Mello, man. Carmelo Anthony's retiring. Easily one of my favorite players in the league. 19, uh, in 19 seasons. He was one of my favorite players in the league. And dude's an absolute dog. He was he's, he was one of my favorite jump shots in 2K, I'll be honest with you. Without I, I, question, and I still love even, that Mello jump shot. got to fix that. It's bad. It, it's busted. But it in 2K, what was it? In 2K, what was the one with Dame on the front of it? Was that 18? Uh, let's see. It was was it sixteen? Dame, like Dame's cover. Yeah, was that sixteen? No, Dame's cover was twenty one. I don't remember what cover it was. Maybe it wasn't Dame because I think you. What was it? Dame was no, it wasn't sixteen. It was twenty one. That's right. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Two K twenty one. Yeah, so maybe it wasn't Dame's cover. I don't know because in twenty one we lost the Mamba. That's right. No, it, it was the, it was the Anthony Davis Pelicans cover. I think it was two K sixteen. I don't think AD no AD AD's only cover was with the Lakers and that was in twenty. The oh only Pelican. No, <laughs> this Zion, game. Yeah, and I play I played this game a lot. Zion Williamson had the cover. 
of 2K on, on the like on the next gen on the next gen cup. Yeah, the who, next gen cover on 2K. Who was on 2K16? 16. If my like my uh, 16, that would be okay. That was that was a three diff, that was a three different one because you had st- 16 with Steph Curry. Anthony, okay, so you were right. Uh, okay, like that that's one, right, because that, I knew it. Was, I, yeah. I knew I had an Anthony like, Davis thing in my head. I it knew was it. Ja- it was James Harden. It was James Harden, Anthony Davis, and Steph Curry on the regular one. The mm. gold edition, that was another Michael Jordan cover. That right. was, a Spike, that was right. the Spike Lee joint. That was a Spike Lee one. That's when I had that mellow jump shot of the My Career thing, which, to be fair, that that My Career was also, they had interesting. Diff- also had they, they they had different editions for different countries. Like for they France, did. they had they had a Tony Parker cover. For Germany, they had a they had a Dennis Schroeder cover. Dang, that was sad. Dennis Schroeder, what? When he was at the Hawks, <laughs> which was his best form. I'm not even gonna cap to you. That was his best form. Shout uh, out they, Dennis they Schroeder, Frankie Lakina. They, they had a Marcus Alpalcasol, a Mark Alpalcasol cover for Spain. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was it. Uh, it's, it is. I, I, we're getting way off track. That mellow jump shot was disgusting. I love Bro, that jump like, shot. Uh, yeah. Mellow was just fun to watch. Like it, he was a great player. He was fun on the Nuggets. He was that J.R. Smith late AI and mellow trio was wild. Even though it was old Allen Iverson, which I mean, if Al- Jim and I from Fan of the Van were talking today, we were talking about LeBron and you know. Jordan and everything like two players who would have been an absolute god in today's NBA, Allen Iverson and Michael Jordan. Jordan, no question. But can you imagine Allen Iverson playing in this range of you know guards in his prime? Oh yeah, in his prime. But he would have to develop the jump shot a little bit more. It wasn't that it wasn't developed. He just he didn't have to. That just wasn't part of the game. But yeah, but in this yeah yeah I can. He would do it though. He would absolutely do it. But that's besides the point. Look, Mello was great. The one thing I want to talk about though. Do you retire his jersey? You retire his jersey, but not in Denver. You retire his jersey, like in Madison Square Garden. Um, as much as he started off with the Denver Nuggets, I think they should pay homage to him and give mm-hmm. a tribute. But I don't think you retire his jersey. Um, with New York, yeah, you you retire his jersey in Madison Square Garden. Understand this: you are the New York Knicks. You're mediocre. You haven't been that since a long time. The New York Mids. He brought you. He brought you into relevancy, and he did not have to come to you by the time he decided he wanted to leave Denver. No, he was a Knicks fan. Was he from New York or was he a Knicks? He's fan? from New York. That's yeah, right. He, that's right. Didn't, didn't he, he go to Syracuse? Yeah, he went to Syracuse. Yeah, he's New York. He went to Oak Hill High School. The home team. Yeah, he went to the home team. But the thing is, like, and I talked to a lot of people that are like, I know huge mellow fans just the way he played basketball the way he attacked the game the way he just put into the game now okay, this is no big secret a lot of people wanted him to see and wanted to see him win a ring they felt like he deserved a ring to a degree um i don't believe in the word deserve i believe earned the thing about it he always put in the work he just ran up against teams mm-hmm. that were better than him and guys that were better than him uh, I remember when Melo was um, he was teamed up with Chauncey Billups and Omar Stoudemire his first Chauncey. year with New York. That was that was a decent squad. Chauncey, um, but let, let, let's go <laughs> let's go back and do it real quick because I know we got more stuff that we got to talk mm-hmm. about with Melo. I felt like his best chance of winning a title was I say his second or third year in New York. That was the year For that sure. they lost to Indiana in the second round. That was the uh, like that was when they that was when they beat your Celtics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. Um, that Indiana team was on a mission, though. 
That no, 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 no. The year after they was on a mission. That one, that was like where they were surprising a whole lot of people, and they just like took and like they were just kicking asses, taking names. Scratch that. In the words of the Guardians of the Galaxy, they were kicking names and taking ass. That's what like that's what the Indiana Pacers Pause. were doing at that time. <laughs> Pause. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's I, I'm I'm doing. They need to honor him in Denver. He carried that franchise for so long. Um, yes, but retired to Jersey is got to be in New York. It's, okay, it's now not you, in here's Denver. a question. If we'll explain, I'll explain why it's, it's going to be in uh, why it's not going to be in Denver um, a little bit later on. There's another guy that's wearing 15. We might lead right into it. And so, if Jokic didn't wear 15, do you retire Melo's 15? Yeah, to yeah, in that instance, yes. Okay, in that okay. instance, yes. But May- since he, but since he is. Well, but since he is no, that thing no, no, no. Let's no. get right into retired, it, man. You retired number seven in Denver without without not Denver. You retired number seven in New York, Madison Square Garden, the Mecca. In like you retired that jersey regardless because you think about the legend. You think about some of the great moments. Not maybe not legendary. There's one legendary moment that he had, and that was the that was the big bang against Derrick Rose and the Chicago Bulls mm-hmm. on, a sun, on a Sunday primetime game. That, that Mike was primetime D Rose too. Yeah, that was prime. That was still prime D Rose, and that was a tough, untough, like contending uh, Chicago squad. He hit that. He hit the same shot in the same corner, either on Luol Deng and Todd Gibson, over and over the first again. one was a bang to tie the game up, sending it overtime. The other one was game winner over Luol Deng, over Luol Deng. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. Retired in New York for sure, and if Jokic so, was wearing 15, great moments. Not to mention, retired in Denver too. Not to mention, not to mention, he had 61 in that one game, which is still a Nick record. He just had more legendary, memorable moments as a Nick than than he did um, as a Nugget. Unlike if we're doing a compare and contrast, he did yeah. make a Western Conference Finals with the Nuggets. We'll give him credit on. We'll give him credit on that one. But he had more. Mo- he had more great moments, memorable moments as a Nick than he did. As a different nugget. So credit to you. Congrats, Melo. Um, he's gonna get his jersey retired. We already know he's a first ballot Hall of Famer without even without even no debate. Um, so gonna miss gonna miss him. Uh wish his career would have ended with a ring, but you know, that's just how the game goes. For sure. But I mean, let's get right into it, man. I mean, we're talking about Jokic. Let's talk about how the Nuggets have now swept LeBron and the Lakers, and how now the, this is the first time LeBron has ever been swept in the, in the playoffs. playoffs. Yep. So my question, obviously, it elevates Jokic's career. Does this affect LeBron's career? And I have my own thoughts on this because I was talking before, about this with uh, somebody else earlier. But do your thing. Before we get into that, I'm gonna make this a set. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna like really talk about the Nuggets. So the Nuggets. This has been building up for years. Jokic, for sure. what he's doing right now, this has been building up for years because if you take account you take account that his first year he won the MVP he got swept by he got swept by the Suns the second mm-hmm. time he won the MVP he got swept by the Warriors or gentlemen sweep it's one of the two so the two years he won MVP he got swept and a lot of people call it fraudulent that he shouldn't have won the MVPs it should have been anybody else but him the respect was dwindling mm-hmm and I could, and I was one of those people that felt like he did not deserve to win the MVP. And not to mention, I didn't think he was a great player. Yes, he was putting up a bunch of great numbers, but dog, like he's not gonna be able to keep that up. Like being that, being that slow, and like and that slow and that so out of shape. But he's not out of shape, which is ridiculous to me. The fact that he's dominating and he's playing like that, 
And everything led up to this moment. He made the conference finals when he was in the bubble. A lot of people didn't think that was legit. We was all wrong on that one. It was legit. Mm -hmm. But like now, add context to last year's sweep. You didn't have Michael Porter Jr. You didn't have Jamal Murray. You're seeing the difference that's going on right now. Right. Look at the journey that he's going. You look at the journey that he's been and that he's been through. He did not care about the MVP. He just kept on winning. Got his team to a number one seed. Dominated left and right. Was still a top two MVP candidate going into the season. He's like, let MB, MB keep crying over it. Let him have it. I'm going for the big. I'm going for the bigger. Um, the bigger prize. Rings so, over MVPs, man. Rings, rings over, over MVPs. Rings over Any MVPs. Day. Finals MVPs over regular season MVPs. Yep. Definitely. Yep. So you take all that to account. It was all building up. Every single moment, all this this moment right here for the Western Conference Finals, for the trip to the finals, this was building up for years for the Denver Nuggets with Jokic, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. And think about the offseason acquisitions of Casey, uh, Contavious Caldwell Pope, who was like, bro, he got to be the second happiest person that's in, like, that's in that Denver Nuggets squad. To yeah, because he the left team. the Lakers to go to Denver? No, they let him go, they for, let him Russell, go. Or for Russell Westbrook. So you take all that account. Everything was building up. The acquisitions of Aaron Gore, Aaron Gordon, over a few years ago, um, the KCP, KCP, Jeff Green, just all the guys that's on that, uh, like that's in that locker room to have that moment to sweep that team. Everybody was rooting for the Lakers, wanted to see the Lakers win, and everybody doubted them. Which they made that a focal point and a focal motiv- a motivation on that one to have comeback wins. In game two and now in game four to sweep it out, credit out the Jokic, credit Jamal Murray, and credit um and credit the Denver Nuggets. They got a couple dudes on there that you don't really think about anymore. You said exactly. Green, so did the Heat, but we'll get to that later. They got DeAndre Jordan. They got yeah. Reggie Jackson. You remember Reggie Jackson? I remember Reggie. They got Reggie Jackson. He was the dude who carried the Pistons to their to whatever success they had. They owed him. Um, you got KCP too. That's. That's a veteran bench. Uh, it, honestly, the team's well rounded, and I like even look at it too. Jokic had a triple double. He had a triple double in the last game, and I need to check his stats too for the other games. But I, I mean, he carried them the entire time. He had a let's pull it up triple double against uh triple double in game one. He might have had a triple double every game. Yep, triple double game two. Triple double game three. Let me check. He did not have one in game three. He had a triple double in three out of the four games of the sweep. Dude carried. He absolutely carried them. The park bum carried him. And I mean, it, I'm not trying, I, I say that with respect. We've talked about it a few times. He looks like the dude at the park who can't ball and he consistently dominates. Yep. I can't take it away from him. But so no, one thing. No, and one thing I, I will say, too, because I talked about this a little bit with one of the guys from Sports After Dark on Twitter earlier today. So shout out to them. I'm sure their space is going nuts right now. But does this affect LeBron's legacy? I I say yes, and I'll, I'll give you my I, reason. I, I, I'd talking. say yes, but not as much as most people would think. It, Me? Go ahead. Actually, you go first. So the reason why I think it affects his legacy, and I said this for everybody, it affects anybody's legacy. While LeBron is one of the greatest players of all time, it doesn't take him out of the top three or the top five. 
obviously it doesn't take him out of this not top 10, top 20, whatever. I'm not arguing with that. It does not take him out of the top five best players of all time by getting swept in the playoffs because he still has all the accolades, all the awards, all the rings, all everything else to go along with it. So it doesn't affect him to the point where he's no longer a top five player of all time, but it does affect him. It does affect him like it would affect anybody else. Like, yes, LeBron is one of the greatest to ever play the game, but that doesn't mean you can't, you, you know, you're he's not God. <laughs> he's not God. He's close apparently to some of these fans, but he's not God. He is he's fallible. He's 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 a person. So it affects him like it would affect just about everybody else, the only or just about anybody else. The only thing that separates him from the rest of the people it would affect is everything else he's done before he got swept. He's also almost 40, dude. He's almost 40. And he's still people still don't care. No, and like and that, that's my thing. I'm not gonna take away the fact that he is balling out at almost 40. Dude can ball. I'm not I'm, I'm not a LeBron hater. I'm not. I'll I will always I used to be. I can, I, can't I, I, I did too. Now I'll be the first to admit I did too. I I used to be, but it's also it's like what what happens if you get older? You you mature more. You know, I, I yep. hate LeBron because I I, I I think you don't really hate LeBron. You hate the fans of LeBron. You do. And it's oh my god. Uh, because they literally put this joker on a pedestal and like implement him as God. Yeah. And that's what I have an issue with. So like uh, uh young heavy from Sports After Dark showed this DM that he got. I'm I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but Basically, it was after game three. It's going to take me a minute to find it. But basically, it was after game three. And he was basically saying, like, hey, like, hold your hold your goat accountable. Like, Kobe, Kobe fan. First of all, Kobe would never, and Kobe fans we'll, would never we'll, either. We'll address that a little bit later yeah. on because people bring, think? people keep people bringing Kobe into this. Yeah, do, but, like, it's RIP. That's just what I want. Yeah, exactly. But basically, he was saying how, you know, I'm not going to quote the whole thing. Dude's. Dude's out of his mind. Basically, it's LeBron stands who go so hard for this dude that they make him infallible. He's like, I'm going to say it. LeBron fans are the version of the BTS Taylor Swift fans. BTS fans, Taylor Swift fans. Or the old school Beyonce. Or the old, the the Beyonce old school fans. I mean, they are, you can't, their person can do no wrong. And this is not a shot at those fandoms. I don't need that. Hey, that's one hate. No, 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 no. Give me the hate. Give me the hate. Give me the hate. Give me the hate. My phone is dry. Give him the hate. Don't give it to me. At him. Don't at me. I don't have the time <laughs> to put up with the <laughs> to argue with fandoms unless it's LeBron. I will argue with LeBron fandoms all day. Don't come at me with Taylor Swift or BTS or nothing. I don't have the, the manpower to deal with the army that you guys have behind you. Don't need that. But I'll take LeBron hate all day. It's... Dude's a, dude can ball. He's a baller. He has done things that nobody else is ever going to be able to do. But he's uh, still fallible. So do you uh, think? I, I I think it affects his legacy. It doesn't uh, take him out of the top five, but it definitely affects his legacy. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was part of my tangent. We'll get into that later. First things first. Two things. Number one, the top thing is that are trending right now in the world is hashtag LeBum. Currently, this state in time, Kobe is number two. Trade AD is number three. Um, that one's fair. Also, I just came up on a, a, like a, a post by NBA on ESPN Twitter page. They mm-hmm. posted on the day that Carmelo uh, retires, the team that drafted him defeats the last team he played for to advance to the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I love the facts, but I also slick love a little bit of a low key shot. Always, but I'd agree. But like, I worry about that later. Now with LeBron, it doesn't change my opinion. He's still the second greatest player of all time. I will humbly admit that it's still Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, there was really nothing that he could have done to go ahead and change everybody's mind and take that emblem, to take that title. Right. This loss right here affects him a little bit as far as it doesn't move the needle. It doesn't lower him. It doesn't rise him up. It does It does make you wonder, legacy-wise, if he's going to be able to keep that going. He's not. Here, Sorry, go ahead. Do your thing. Here, here's what I mean by that. No one has ever done what he's done. Which is great. That's his greatness. He continues to do things nobody's ever been able to do. Play at age 38, 20th season, and still look like a premier, and still plays like a premier all-star and a superstar. I think where it affects his legacy, that's going to be his thing. He's been able to dominate for so long, and so and like and just as such a dominating way Mm -hmm. the legacy is like the expectations of that because people are expecting to see that every single time and a lot of people are ignoring the fact that this dude is actually starting to be human he's starting to regress it's there are some regressions now a lot of that kind of kicked in when the foot injury happened okay Yes, he needs time to heal. Let's see what he looks like once he gets all healed up. But the reason why I look like where Father Time might not be knocking at the door, but he might be on the way. He might be on the way for delivery. He's in the driveway. <laughs> now nah, he ain't on the driveway. He's in like he, he, like right now. He he's he's, he's in the Amazon. He's Amazon without the Prime yet. Like so, it's gonna take a few days for it to deliver. He's in the right neighborhood. Now, I think. He, he, no, now he in the neighborhood. He's still he's still at the warehouse. He's still in the warehouse right now. <laughs> he did like LeBron didn't want to pay for Express Prime delivery, so like he like it's it's gonna take some time for him to get there. The reason why I bring this up because uh, you add on the uh, expectations. His legacy is already cemented as far as being uh, like in the Mount Rushmore, one of the greatest players of all time. Right. But where it's affected as um just a perception as far as the wins go, because you put yourself in that position. There's always going to be a microscope on LeBron. There's so much hatred towards him. Reason, and a lot of it's unreasonable. But when you take account that, there's always going to be eyes where he's going to be seen, and not to mention he's in a world of people, mainly on social media, want you to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And that does not exist. Nope. So where the legacy gets affected on is just what is just how great was he? And he's still great, but is he great enough to the point where we put him over everything and just bypass what other other great players have done? What he's starting to do is he's starting to tread into Brady territory. Brady should have retired after that Super Bowl win. He kept chasing it. He kept going after it. He kept saying, I don't think it is. Okay, well, Brady, and we ain't got enough time to talk about this. To me, Brady did not chase the ring. I think he just, because he knew he's done everything that he he needed to do. 
Mm-hmm. He's done everything in the sport. He's proved it was him and Belichick. He was, do- he was doing that not for a ring. He was doing it because he loved to do it. He did not want to give it up. He loved the feeling of it. Mm-hmm. It's like when people were giving up drugs, uh, like that were drug addicts that quit. They didn't do it because of something else. They were reaching for something. They did it because of how it made them feel. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, with, like when you say treading Brady territory, I don't think he's there because he because he got so many he got so much other stuff that he's passionate about that he plans on doing when he does call it a career. But he's done everything he needs to do in basketball. The only thing left to do is play with one of his kids, which I honestly think is what actually. He's doing. I'll say two. He still wants to get. He still want to get another ring. Well, he I know still, that. He still wants to get another ring. But that's a sign of a competitor. I would hope a competitor would want to True, always win a ring. Also, the goal is to like, win every uh, single year. Also, deep down, I don't think LeBron's gonna lose sleep over this, but it kind of does nick him because, like, bro, like we're all human mm-hmm. and we love to shut people up. Right. He does. He does want. He does want to surpass Jordan as far as of course. Talk, because if you get, if you do surpass him, then there is no more debate on. No, it. there's no more debate. Even though I, a lot of people like are not, I keep saying there is no more debate on it. There's always going to be debate on it. What is? What and is like it? that's an that's an endless battle. You remember that? Uh, what was the movie with Cameron Diaz and a bad teacher where Jason Segel was the gym teacher? You remember that? A little bit. They were get the, the the only reason I remember this is because the ads were back and forth with the kids screaming at their Jason Segel. He's like. They were going back and forth. Who's better, Jordan or you know LeBron? And he's like six rings because that's the only argument you bring up. Because that's the only argument I need. It's like, <laughs> bro. Here's the thing. It's like a child trying to get something that they want from their parents, mm-hmm. and like it said, like you should let me do this. And I'm like, I don't have to do, make you do. I don't have to do anything. Right. I pay the bills in the house. They're like, of course, play the bill card. That's all you got. That's all you need. That's all I need. Because I don't pay the bills, you don't got nowhere to sleep. I'm alive because of you. If I stop doing this, you're gonna go before I do. Oh. So but that uh, that's a very dark way of looking at that. But let, let's yeah. let let's keep it rolling with NBA stuff. Uh my Celtics are in trouble. Um Oh, you noticed. We're just, You've been quiet. Just a bit. Just a bit. No, I'm quiet. No, did we we have. I haven't. I've been very upset. Um, it's also been a very busy last few days for me, but I've been very upset because we got and here's the thing. I, I'm conflicted because I love this Heat team. I hate Eric Spolstra, but I love this Heat team. I love why Jimmy hate, Butler. Why you hate Spol? I just don't like Spolstra. Why? I, he, I, I don't know. I've just I've never liked Spolstra. Okay, I, I, he, I get that because like I don't like I don't like Sean Payton. Something about him, like something about him, is just always looks I, I, slick to me. I, like I don't like Sean Payton either. It's a gut thing. Like I don't know. He just seems like a weird dude. He seems like yeah. someone who like I. Let's put, also know. credit uh, also credit to LeBron, bro. He did, like he did he did show up. Anthony Absolutely. Davis did show up. And they did. What we might talk about we might talk about him a little bit later on. But that yeah that's bit. yeah exactly. But I mean like it's look that that's besides the point. Yeah. Celtics are in trouble. Yep. It's very, very. If you are blind, you can still see it. We're in trouble. We got and it, again, I'm conflicted. I love Adebayo. I love Jimmy Butler. I love some of the guys on the team, and I love what they're doing. All right, I, I respect ta- it. All right, tell you what, I'll talk about the Heat. I'm mm-hmm. gonna let you rent for a bit. So, like, in order to start your rent, let me ask you this: hmm. Was last night the worst performance that you ever seen from a, uh, from a Celtics uh, Celtics team in a playoff game? Yes, worst one in a long time. And the thing that got me so mad about it. First of all, everybody's talking about how Al Horford was, you know, trying to or was about to fight. Uh, 
Jimmy Butler for the whole timeout thing. And we're like, oh, Al, Hor- Al Horford wouldn't have swung. It's like, first of all, Al Horford's been in this league for a long time. He has nothing to lose. But that's not the argument I'm having. It's the thing for me. It, it's it's the trash talk. It's the everything. I don't know if Marcus Smart actually said what people are claiming he said. Oh, we beat you last year. You know, we're good. Like, okay, that's great. That was last year. I lived in a different apartment last year. Doesn't matter. Like it's, I drove a different car last year. Doesn't matter. I had more money last year. It, yeah, it, none of it matters. We're all talking about stuff that's in the past. It doesn't matter. We're talking about now, and right now we just got blown out by twenty five, and we're down three zero. Why are you talking? Also, shit? Jimmy Butler. I think he only had nineteen points. But yeah, I mean, it's you're right. Jimmy Butler had like what nineteen twenty points or something like that. Yep. It's here's my thing. If you're going to talk shit, you got to back it up. Back it up. And right now, they ain't we, backing it up. We're not. Okay, they are the backing it are. up. The Heat are. We're not. No, no, no. no. Celtics are backing it up. How you mean? Because when BIC kept saying, like, kept saying wobble, say big girl, back, uh, come back it up. They're backing it up. <laughs> they get spanking. Cancun they on three. On. Cancun one, on three. Two, one, two, one, three. two, three. Cancun. Cancun. <laughs> Right. Hey. I'm, I'm mad, man. Like it's here's my thing. They can talk as much as they want because they are dominating you, and there's nothing you could do about it. Tatum's hardly scored in the fourth quarter. Our best player has been non-existent in the fourth quarter for most of these games. We sat all of our stars starting the fourth quarter. That game was over. They were already resting for this game, which makes me look, we're not winning this, I don't think. No, but we're not getting it's swept. over tomorrow. I, I think we got one, but we're All not right. getting swept. My turn, yeah. I okay. think we got one, but we're not getting swept. Go ahead. All right, um, somebody cue the gospel song, it's over now. It's over it's... now. <laughs> I know my mom's gonna love this one. It's over now. I, mean, I feel like they can't make it. I know it's over now. Listen, someone, someone call Salicata. Hey man, look, it's a, like bro, I need a Salicata right it, now. It, Tell it, them it's bro, over. It's, it's over, man. Because here's the thing: it was bad last night. First of all, Jason Tatum's gone now three games where he does not score in the fourth quarter. This was the worst game. That he did not score in the fourth quarter. Why? Because your coach took you out because y'all had no heart. Y'all had no spirit. And in the words of him, he did not have them ready to play. But the blame is not but the blame is not all on Missoula. Is he a little bit over his head? Possibly. Mm -hmm. But but gotta keep eyes on my name Brown and Jason Tatum. Mm -hmm. JT, you was in the finals last year. You lacked a lot. You lacked a lot of games in that game last year. You had some pressure on you last year. But the thing is, to show up in Miami, even though you, and you lost two games at home, where you yeah. was up and yep. you didn't finish. Yep. You're treading that thin line of superstar or not superstar. That is the question with you. And he's not doing it. He's not dominating. He's not taking over. No. Jimmy Butler is taking over. Because Jimmy Butler is him. We've been talking about this. Jimmy Butler knows what he does when he he just gets into the postseason. We're seeing something amazing from him. Right. And we'll possibly add this to another conversation 
where we talk about where does he rank among Heat players. But that's another topic for another day. Jimmy Butler is dominating, He's but, he doesn't have, but he doesn't have to do too much. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler doesn't have to do too much. He got guys that are built up with confidence. Mind you, the Heat was shooting close to 20. They were uh, 20% from deep. They were one of the worst three-point uh, three shooting teams in the regular season. Flip switch when they hit the po- when they hit the postseason. Oh, Everything man. switched when they played Milwaukee. Dominated them even when Giannis came back because Jimmy Butler took over in Game Four. I remember when he took the lead, uh, got the steal, took the lead, dumped it. After that, hit a step back three on Drew Holiday and was talking trash. Game Five, that was something I ain't never seen before. The way and the way that dog no, they took the spirit of the Bucks. Yeah, and got Mike on uh, Mike on uh, like Mike Boone who was a fire. Then you go against the Knicks. The Knicks was able to get two games out of you. One of them, Jimmy Butler did not play, but we knew Jimmy Butler was him. He took he took that. He took their soul from them. Fast forward to now, bro, they're literally doing – they are uh, – if a lot of people remember a lot from uh, – if a lot of people remember uh, Batman Brave and the Bowl, they're the gentlemen's ghosts. Okay. They are okay. – they're soul snatchers. Okay. Pause. There are spirit takers. They are, let's see, life force takers. Yep. They are a bunch of dogs. Yeah, the whole team. Going into this game by paper, the Celtics are the better team. But on that court by eye test, the Heat are a better team. To quote because they Lawrence, will the game play on paper. their butts off. They're not scared of nothing. nothing. And think about this. A lot of people, you know, I like people really give credit to PJ Tucker for being a dog. Guess what? When PJ Tucker he left Miami, he left it. He left that dog. He left like every single bit of dog in them and every single player on there. Yeah. Gabe Vincent is playing with confidence. Caleb Martin is playing out of his mind with confidence. A lot of that's going crazy. Jimmy but they ride off of Jimmy Butler and what he does. Kyle Lowry starting to get a resurgence. Bam Adebayo is doing his thing and finding his stride. But the two big and the two big things that are the difference mm-hmm. um, in this series that are really telling a whole lot of story. The job of actually, I'm gonna add a third. Number one, the job that Eric Spoelstra is doing along with Pat Riley. Mm-hmm. Pat Riley continues to support Eric Spoelstra. Spoelstra continues to coach his butt off. But I think the biggest thing between and with him and doing the job like this. Remember that altercation that Sp- um, Spoelstra had with Jimmy Butler, mm-hmm. and we thought it was gonna be more turmoil. No, nope. I think Spolster earned Jimmy Butler's respect. He did. He absolutely and, did. Uh, like, and Jimmy got Spolster's, thus you getting the outcome that we're getting now. We know what Jimmy Butler can do. We're going to let him take over, but we're going to like manage it and find a way to still be able to dominate using that. I bet Philly feels bad about letting him go and keeping Tobias Harris. That's another that story for, for another days. day. For Here's days. For days. Here's the second thing. Your Celtics messed up. For several oh. reasons. Mm-hmm. Number one, they should have they should not have fired Ime Udoka. They should have suspended him. That's how it's supposed to be done. Because you know this, I know this. We've been in the professional scenery. We've been in workplaces, different. We always sent nine times out of ten. We can either sense or know there's some shady stuff that's going on that might be deemed inappropriate mm-hmm. if it were to get out. Mm-hmm. It would have been a bad look. A lot of those issues are resolved by either NDAs, other other kind of uh, other type of robberies, and human resources handle those stuff that will never get out. 
Somebody got to tell me. I get what the whole Jordan Poole, Draymond Green fight. I get that one getting out. That's TMZ. Somebody was being sleazy <laughs> enough and got paid enough to go ahead and give him the if Jordan I, Poole I, said I what he said, If Jordan Poole said what he said, that's funny. I, I get that. But you mean to tell me that a whole organization let this thing get out about um, Ime Udoka? Something tells me that, that was that that, ain't, that that never happens by an organization by a company. They try to do everything that to, uh, they can to bury that. Something that tells is me they not didn't. Right. Something tells me they didn't want him. And that's the problem because what uh, like what's the difference between Ime Udoka and Joe Mazzulla? Ime knew what he was doing on his on his side. He knew what he was responsible of, but he held those jokers accountable. He held Jason Tatum accountable and he instilled not fear, but respect, forced respectful fear out of those guys saying, you better play some defense or we're going to have an issue. Mm-hmm. You might have to see me later. That's what Udoka has done. And you're missing that because we're yeah. seeing it. You're having the leads, but there's no force that's making y'all say we got to finish. And by the time y'all actually try to get it, it's already too late. It think- happened in game. It happened in game five when my Hawks came in and beat you. Mm-hmm. It happened. It happened to the Sixers in game one and game um, and game five once again when Joel Embiid had all close to thirty or forty in game five and James Harden had forty five in game one. Now you took care of business in game seven, albeit the Sixers just quit. Mm-hmm. But the heat is taking your soul. They're so they're so they're, they're soul snatching you, and I don't see y'all coming back. The seventh thing I the the third thing I want to give you to give to you is this. Yeah, I know. I don't see y'all coming back simply because the, if they gave up in game three, there's no there's no coming back on game, and there's no coming back for game four because the heat they're not stopping. No, they're not. They have like, not stopped. They're fully focused. There's no lacks. And they're in Miami. We'll take one. They're full focus. Did not get it. I'm sorry. It's over tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think we'll we'll find out uh, tomorrow when this won't go live tomorrow. This will go live on Wednesday, like our shows normally do now. This will, uh, this is it's over in four. We'll see. I, I think it's over in six at five. I, I'll say five. I think what happens is the Celtics do what the Celtics always do. They stay resilient and they will a victory out of there somehow. But then it, it's Miami's been playing lights out. We're not, we're not winning the series. I'm not saying we're winning the series. I'm saying we get a game for the sole reason of nobody. Well, while that team doesn't seem to want it bad enough to win, just from what I'm seeing, eye test wise, well, that team seems like they don't want it bad enough. They don't want it more than the heat do because on paper, this should be, no contest. It's a one seed versus an eight seed. Why are we yeah. here? This should be 3-0 Boston going because into game four Miami. Hard. It's Miami wants it more. Yep. The team's more well-rounded. The team's yep. deeper. Miami wants it more. And that's just how yep. it is. That's how I think cool. Boston wills one game out of it, but Miami, Miami just wants it more. Yep. So, but that's, we, yeah. But this brings up something else too. So you actually said this before the show and a topic that actually makes a little bit of sense. With this NBA Finals potentially being not Celtics Lakers and being Nuggets, Nuggets Heat, casuals versus the real fans. Yep, I'm still gonna watch, and I, I am a casual fan mm-hmm. of the NBA. I'm still gonna watch, but it's also because I love Jimmy Butler. 
And I, I like, I, I respect Jokic. I love Jamal Murray. I respect Jokic. I love Jimmy Butler. I love Bam Adebayo. Like this, there's a lot of dogs going into this le- into this finals game, and it just shows what works in today's NBA. You can it, you can have all the range in the world, but if you don't have defense, you can't just outscore people anymore. Nope. This is like when Chip Kelly uh, started coaching in the NFL. Yep. He had one good year where everyone's like, "Oh man, this guy might be onto something." And then everybody got smart. <laughs> it's it's you need effort, you need talent, you need to give a. And I'm sorry, you need to give a shit. I understand you're getting paid millions. And I'm gonna call it what it is. You're getting millions and millions of dollars of life changing money to play a game. That's what's happening. I'm not trying to belittle what you're doing because it takes incredible athletic ability and talent that I don't have, and I never will. And it's a blessing and it's a good thing that you guys strove for or strive for for your entire lives and careers. And I respect that. But this is a game. So it's it's just it's trying to find I, I I'm going on a weird tangent here. Uh <laughs> not a weird tangent. Like you gotta care. You, you gotta care. Uh, yeah, it is just a game at the end of the day, but it's also it's your job. Treat it like your job. You got somebody who's trying to take your job. What do you do? Do you let them have it? No, you take it back. So anyways, that that's uh, they need heart. But I mean, I think casuals versus real fans, I think there's some people who are, you know, the Lakers fans obviously aren't going to watch it. Yeah, and majority of the NBA fans are, are somehow Lakers and LeBron fans. So, of course, they're going to throw that attitude. That's that narrative right now that they mm-hmm. got. Um, what makes me sick is having casual fans talking about the NBA cannot allow Nuggets in the heat to be in the finals that will be boring and will be bad for ratings. When in God's name has fans really care about TV ratings? No, they care. They care about it when it's relevant. They care about it when it makes their argument. It's like when people bring up little statistics here and there where that it, it only works when it makes their argument work. Which they is will, crap. Yeah, they will Which never bring it up. They'll never. When bring I up. when I hear a casual say. Oh, this is gonna be oh, it's gonna be one of the lowest rating uh, rated finals ever. Oh, this is gonna be one of the most boring finals ever. Nobody wants to see the Nuggets and Heat. Let me explain to you what the Nuggets and Heat are about to do. This is straight hooping. This ain't no flopping. Right. This is hoopers. We're about to see what we're about to see. Actual, we're about to imagine if the bubble was still going on, and you had just. These two, these two teams going at it. We're about to see two squads that got dogs on on each side. It's like a park go game, man. at it. And remember the last time that people remember when the Nuggets and the Heat went at it. The Heat mm-hmm. had Marquise Morris. You remember what happened on that one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's the last time. That's the last time that we remember the Nuggets versus the Heat. But also, I'm thinking about this. Jimmy Butler, the way he's playing, has been amazing. Right. So is Nikola Jokic. Jamal Murray and what he did, uh, what he did to the Lakers in this past series has been incredible. So is Gabe Vincent and Bam Adebayo going mm-hmm. against, going against the Celtics. We're about to see two. You want storylines? Let me go ahead and set the promo. On one side, you got a two-time MVP that like rarely gets any of the respect that he got until now after seeing what Joel Embiid, who everybody loved, who everybody loved prior to the Celtics series, 
you're about to see him get a lot of respect and a lot of adulation that he's been fighting for, even though he don't really care about it, but he's about to get it anyway. He's up on the plate. Behind him is Jamal Murray, a guy that went through a torn ACL that was balling that was balling since he came into the league. Dude's been a heat streak ever since he, and when he was at Kentucky. In Kentucky during that SEC tournament, the dude had a hot streak where he where he went over forty straight games of making a three point shot in every in every single game. Played with Tyler Eulis, yes he did. Yep, I remember that. Now. On that yeah. on that along com, coming alongside him, you got Michael Porter Jr., a guy that's been hit with injury bugs since he was at my, in high school at Missouri. And if it wasn't for injury, and if it wasn't for the back injury, his stock would have been higher by the time he's going into the draft. But after that. Pick? And after that, Denver was patient with him and be able to like mold him and continue to develop. You see what he's getting now, making big time shots at the big time shots using that six eleven frame to be able to get what he wants in timely situations. You got a team that's constructed on hard nose, making shots, constant movement. Nobody is standing still. Everybody is moving and making the right cuts. You got an Aaron Gordon that's been through the that's been through the like. The rough, through the rough patches, both in his mental and his life, and in within the league, because he went from Orlando being a dunk guy, now he's in Denver competing in uh, competing in the NBA Finals. You got mm -hmm. all of that along with Jeff Green, Contavious Caldwell Pope, he who has been a champion, know what is done there. That is led by Mike Malone, who's been a coach in this league for a long time. He's been fighting. He's constantly stayed, kept his team motivated. You combine all that, you get the Western Conference champions that are fighting to make history to become the first NBA champion in that conference. But they're going against the team in South Beach that's led by the dog of dogs, that's led by the him -mathy. That is Jimmy Butler, a guy that's been a journey, uh, not, uh, not a real journeyman, but a guy that's been a journeyman in life, a man that got kicked out of his house um, by his mom that's been homeless, went to Marquette, fought his way in Chicago, became a name, got a name for himself, went to Minnesota, tried to prove that, tried to like change Minnesota's fortune. They were too soft, didn't know how to handle it. They let him go. Went to Philly, got them to the second round again. It just took a, it just took one of the all-time luckiest, greatest shots by Kawhi Leonard to knock them out. Philly didn't want to bring him back because there was too many other issues that were going on with inside that would affect the process. Now you find him in Miami with Pat Riley and Eric Spolster. Had the issues, now you're seeing it pay off with Eric Spolster that's leading the batch. That is a that is a three-time champion or two. I think he won one with Dwayne Wade. No, I, I, I'm going to say three. Let me get back in my zone. You have Eric Spolster leading that bunch, led by Jimmy Butler. Kyle Lowry, who is a champion, who's been there and done that, now found himself back into the NBA Finals after leaving Toronto. He's with Miami. You got Kayla Martin. He's a dog. He's along with his twin. They both came in together, but down and separated. He's found his way to find his stride. Nobody really knows his name. He's making a name for himself right now, along with Tyler Hero, who possibly might be back. But he's but if he plays, you get a six man of the year and a sniper. Duncan Robinson, who was basically in the dead zone for a while, found his way back, kept working in a position to become a champion along that. Bam Adebayo, former Kentucky Wildcat, came in undersized big among other among the other best bigs in the league, constantly kept working, kept bringing confidence on himself, kept following into his game, getting more confident in leading a whole bunch, being a big, being a big point forward for this squad. He is a dog. You add alongside, you add alongside that with a gate and with guys that nobody knows or even care about. 
Kevin Love, that's been a champion, a one-time champion that was with Cleveland. He's been in. He's already up there in age, but he's still producing, even though he got an ankle right down, still producing. Got Gabe Benson. You got Caleb Martin. You got uh, uh, Cody Zeller, former Indiana, former Indiana that's ball-headed now. Used to have hair when he was in Indiana and got into the league. Now he ain't got no hair, but he's still finding a way to produce. Get all of those guys together. You get a bunch of gang of misfits that got that dog in them. And now you got the misfits versus the true process. You got the nuggets that have been building this thing from the, uh, from the ground up. And you got the heat that's been building this thing, that's been retooling this thing and shaping it up to get to this moment right here. You combine all of that, you're going to get one heck of a fight. There's not going to be one game in this NBA Finals where each team doesn't need an ice bath, a pickle bath, a pickle juice bath, if I might add. And last but certainly not least, to pay homage to Amari Stoudemire, a wine bath. <laughs> this is a grudge match. I'm here for it. Yoke is going to get his. Jimmy Butler is going to get his. This is going to be the series where the role players got to find a way to get theirs. Yeah. Are we cutting promos right now? <laughs> I just know how to. Are we cutting promos? I do just I get, know how. Do I get to get my PA voice back out and I got to dust this off? I just know how. <laughs> I was in my zone. I didn't stutter one time. I know you didn't. You got to give me credit. I will, absolutely, man. I feel like I got to get my announcer voice out. Do I do it or do I save it? Let it go. What else we got? All right. Well, let, let me. Yeah, I, I guess I'm cutting a promo. Hang on. I'll make it quick. Out of the West Coast, we have the team of blue chip pedigree prospects that are going to be taking it to the. I'm, I'm gonna stop while I had. Yeah, we we ain't got enough time. We had enough time for me. We ain't got time mind. to keep going, dude. I'm with you, man. Like it's, it, you've got a situation. We can you, we can we can make a promo section though. We can we make might, a promo, a promo we segment. Might, we might. You've got the Denver Nugget blue chip prospects, the true process coming out of the West Coast, and then out of the South Beach, Miami, you have the dogs, the misfits going against the real West Coast process. NBA Finals, casual fans, eat your heart out. (laughs) (laughs) Not bad, especially for going off the dome. You were in the zone, man. That was great. Hey, man, that's how I am. There you go. I had to dust out the voice for that. I, I am... I'm very rusty. <laughs> you know, in a world, in a world, in a world <laughs> where we have. <laughs> Sorry for your. Right, what, else, what else we got? I, I got one more thing I want to get into, man. Then we'll get into it. it it's Big Ben. So Big Ben went on a podcast and he talked about how in the beginning it, it, he has been getting dragged for this, and he actually said that he was going to get dragged for this. He said they're going to blast me for this. I'm going to catch so much heat. I shouldn't even be saying this, but. What he said was when Kenny Pickett first got drafted, okay, I didn't want him to do well. Okay. But then he said after a couple games, and the reason why he's like, I, I didn't you're like you don't you don't want the kid to come in and ball and then everybody goes, Oh, Ben who? Yeah. Yeah. But then he after a couple games, he's like, I'm really pulling for the kid. He's like, he even said he's I text him after every game. Excuse me, text him after every game. We talk, we go through everything, you know, we talk about things. And he's his biggest fan now. He's been getting dragged for this. And Jim over at Fan. We're just Van, making that statement? Yeah. And Jim over at Fan of the Van, him and I were talking about this a little bit too. Who cares? That's what I'm saying. 
he is a competitor at heart. Look, look at all the greatest players. Not Mar- to mention, not to mention, like, is he the greatest? Is he the greatest quarterback in Steelers history? One of, if not the greatest, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think. Who's the Who's the other one? It's Ben Dahlback. Might be there was another one. No, Stallback was Dallas. Oh no, my it's god! No, it's, it's the guy that it's the guy that does like uh uh like Fox. Why don't I remember his name? Fox Bradshaw, Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, it's Brad. It's Bradshaw. It's him. Bradshaw but and Ben. The yeah, same, they're interchangeable. Look, when you're beloved by a whole entire city and a fan base, not to mention dog, it's Steeler fans and it's Niner fans that are everywhere. Mm-hmm. They travel any, well. They travel well. When you got that type of support and you're that dude, and then they love you, and the way you left was sudden, like it, to them, it, like to you, it, to them, they think that you're a god like that. You don't want it to leave, and then they forget about you because you know that's how the game go. Uh, you think about no, imagine how Brett Favre felt with Aaron Rodgers. I was gonna get into that, and it's not even just Brett Favre. You can take it away from quarterbacks too. Yep. Look at every star player does not like Brady. Far. Unless you're that humble. Not many are. Most of them are most of no. them like dog. When you get that much love and attention and that love ad- and that much adoration, bro, it builds up your ego to the point you don't want it to stop. You don't want nobody else taking taking you what you got. No, and that's even like even if especially when you retire, but when you retire for sure, but especially when you're in the league. Yeah. Like Bradley Beal said, and we talked about it on one of our early shows too. Bradley Beal talked about it to his AAU squad that he was coaching during the summer, I think, this past season, where he was talking about like how you guys act like you already have it made. You haven't even made it to college yet. You're not in the league. And the only way to get into the league is if you're better than me. You're not taking my spot. So you got to find somebody else to be better than. Like, I, I get that. That's that ultimate competitive mentality. Not even just quarterbacks. Lawrence Taylor, Fred Taylor. Uh, let's look at a bunch of the Patrick Will or Patrick Willis. A lot of these guys didn't want you know, to be in a situation where they don't care about the successor. They're not worried about how great their successor does. I mean, they obviously don't want to be better than them, but I mean, they don't necessarily outright want the guy to fail. And that's what Ben was saying. He goes, yeah, like I didn't, you know, I wouldn't pull over the guy immediately, but like, I don't want him to fail. Like earn yeah, your spot, uh, earn your yeah. keep or earn it like that. The, uh, and I'm not going to knock that. Look, his, no, look, we're not doing everybody. Not going to be happy for everybody. No. That's, how, that's how life goes. Everybody's not going to be happy. People, case in point, Aaron Judge. People, and I, I'll be the first to admit, I hated how every time he went to bat for 63, ESPN did a split screen. But I don't hate Aaron Judge. Yeah, it, like that, 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 was, that was overkill. That I, was I annoying. Don't that but was, like, I don't hate Aaron Judge. There were so many people dragging this dude how dare you be talented and good at baseball and doing one of the hardest things in sport, which is to hit a round object with another round object, and it's coming no, at you at 90 miles like, an hour. A lot of people can't do that. No, and, and, like, and because they can't do that, they're not going to receive that much attention that they're getting. It's the same no, thing as some is, of the LeBron uh, hate. Attention is a very bad drug. Yep. Cloud chasing is a bad drug, dog. Just look at John Morant. Yeah. And there's there's our shot for the show. I want to... I do want to touch on one thing too. Uh, I might, I might have just brought some hate from Raiders fans today. Uh, Mark Davis took a shot at uh, so with you know with Thursday night flex scheduling. I don't even know what it means. Um, basically, Mark Davis talked about how uh, it doesn't really make any sense. He said if you have a Raiders Chargers game that's in Las Vegas scheduled for a Thursday, 
and all the fans driving from or and all of the fans driving from Los Angeles, the Raiders fans and all three Chargers fans buy their tickets and book their hotels. How in the hell do you schedule it and now say, sorry, it's on Sunday? How do you do that? First of all, Mark Wait, Davis basically he just took a shot at how there's more uh Flex games. Raiders fans and Chargers fans. He said there's only three Chargers fans. First of all, Mark Davis, how are you taking a shot at anybody when you look like that? You, you had so what I said was I'm the last person to defend the Chargers, but how how is Mark Davis taking shots at anybody? Yo, is that I once thought Mark Davis was one of them thumb creatures from Spy Kids, just with a face <laughs> on it. He's a thumb thumb. <laughs> like you take that toupee off, I'm thinking that joke is a thumb. I said dude's haircut is a war crime. Dude's hairline looks like the spawn of a mullet, a fade, and a bowl cut. All playoff ticket proceeds they have goes towards his barber fund and it shows. I also thought he was like uh like I don't know. I thought it was a, like a smoke. Also, I always thought he like he kind of looked like a smoked sausage without the cover. <laughs> like you take the you take the like you peel off the cover. You don't mess with the inside of the meat, but you just peel off the cover of it and yeah, uh, it, you just Mark, add a toupee to it. Oh my god! Look, Mark we ain't Davis. got no time for the roast. No, no, we, we ain't got time for the roast. Look, his thing. Raiders fans I, I really Mark don't Davis have no problem like coming at the Chargers fans because again, growing up, I'm like. I've never really met a true Chargers no. fan. You don't no. see a whole lot of them. Dog, I'll never forget the year before they moved into SoFi and they was playing at that soccer stadium. Dog. No one was there. Nobody was there but the other team's team. Yep. It was bad. Dog, when Philly, when they when Philly had to go there, Philly fans. I never forget that Sunday night game when when they had to play the Steelers. I still go back and watch that just to look at the crowd. Steelers fans travel it so well. Was, and I and against the Chargers, dog. Mm-hmm. And then I'm thinking about like, but here's the thing: if you're remember, it's the Raiders that's talking. Dog, remember when Kansas City? Remember when they played Kansas City? That was a sea of red. And mm-hmm. when they played the Niners, that was a sea of red, crimson red. You have, to, and I'm I'm not taking a shot of the Raiders faithful, but and I believe that there. But dog, if mm-hmm. you're like, you got to be able to win. Yeah, you can't let other team fan bases take over your stadium. Yeah, I'm being no. real with you. Hey, like. Niner fans, they they show up, but you ain't about to outdo Seattle. Same yeah. thing go with the Steelers. Jaguars you're fans, do, you're not about to do that. Jaguars fans too. I'll be the first to admit we had a couple games in Jacksonville where we weren't we we weren't like overly dominating fan. We yeah, were over dominating uh, fans. Uh, Ra- Ravens game was one definitely. Giants uh, too. Yeah, definitely. The Cowboy fans was there, but. Y'all won, so we won. They got they not, got very quiet. Not the Giants yeah. game, but we we won. We almost won that Giants game. That's that's a different rant for another day. Anyways, you got anything else you want to get into? Because we had to wrap it up. Uh, we're no, coming up uh, on an hour. Uh, I'm going. I'm gonna say Heat win games in, in six. I'll say Heat in five. I'm gonna say no, no, no. It's gonna be uh, six or seven. Oh games. no, no I'm, I'm talking about Celtics. Heat and five for Celtics. Heat and seven. No, 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 no. Uh, Heat went. No, Heat won the finals against the Nuggets in Game Six. Dog, it, it, it ends. It ends in four. I'm sorry. Y'all gonna take this one. Also, uh, next ep- like uh, next episode, uh, next episode, we need to talk about the future of your Celtics. What the heck y'all need to do? Yeah, we'll figure I'm it out. Say, I'm gonna say my name Brown is about to be dipped. Nah, I'll be all right. But anyway, that's a different conversation for another day. Um. Heat are going to win. They're going to play Nuggets. Heat and seven. All right. But that's it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We really do appreciate it. Uh, hopefully, you guys have been enjoying the show. Uh, hopefully, you guys have been enjoying our rants as well. If you have been, what you can do is you can tell us. And the best way to tell us is either to rate five stars, whatever podcast platform you prefer, or you know, comment, retweet on Twitter, all that fun stuff. If you do, 
That's the best way to tell us. If you don't like the show, don't tell us. Just don't listen. And we appreciate your time. And we appreciate you giving us a shot. But um, did work out. Bad date. You go your way. I'll go ours. Passing ships in the night never happened. Um, but yeah, if you do rate five stars, you do comedy, you do find all the stuff. You can always reach us on Twitter at TDS and Pod. That's the best way to interact with us out there. That's at TDS and Pod. Uh, I make the most of the posts on that. So any smoke that you uh, have directed at people, bring it towards me. I don't always speak for Jalen, but we do have a like mind on quite a few things. <laughs> but that's also how you get a shout out. Shout outs for this week are, as always, going to be Austin over the Wrestling World podcast. These are other sports podcasts that we listen to as well. Austin over Wrestling World, Jim over Fan of the Van, uh, Brent and Dave over 1420, uh, the guys over the BS in Sports podcast, Aaron and JD over Brutally Honest Sports, uh, Nate's Daily Wager, Darian over Chill Takes. Looking forward to having you on soon, man. We're trying to get him back on. Uh, John and Dave over Love of the Playing Field, the boys over the We Like Sports podcast, Sports Betting with Jake and Scott, Sports Bliss with Rob and Chris, uh, John over Wrestling Fan Insight, if you're looking for another wrestling podcast. Uh, there's also Average Joe's Sports uh, and then the Visit Vegas Places podcast. So those are going to be the shout outs for this week. If you like any of those topics we talked about, go check those guys out too. Uh, all fantastic shows. Love talking and interacting with those people on there. But if that's it, thank you, thank you, thank you. And we'll see you next time. Peace.